Welcome to starting the year off the right way with the Lance Wallnow Show. We're going to be giving you some important insight today. Did you not want to miss? Mercedes Sparks is sitting to my side here in our uh, setup we have in the studio today. Now, look, I'm beginning in January with a focus on restoring the years, on recovering health, on, on rebuilding physical vitality with scientists and doctors and technology that can literally restore years to your life. I've talked about it, but I've got something else I'm focusing on. And I just realized now it's the financial assault that's coming into this next year that I want you prepared for because we're doing the health focus January and then the wealth focus in February. You say, well, it seems kind of like Christian's health and wealth. Well, guess what? If you're physically ill, it affects you. And if you're broke or you're in a period of economic distress, you're there because you didn't heed the warning before it came. And I'm giving you the warning right now. Biden's right now wrestling with uh, doing something disastrous, freezing the money that is in the Russian bank and taking it out so that so it's going to accelerate the break with the American dollar around the world. You've heard about like um, the BRICS nations. The de-dollarization of America is one of the judgments of God on stupid decision-making that's happening in a self-destructive way in Washington. And I bring that up to you because I want you to protect yourself financially because that's February 16th through 18th. I'm going to be working with some of the masters of wealth strategies for building that bunker for the year to come so that no matter where you are on the continuum of uh, finances, there's a strategy that'll work for you. You want to go to lancewalnut.com forward slash wealth and then use promo code Lance24. You can be there. I'm going to be there. Annabelle's going to be there. My team's going to be there. We're going to be studying the strategies for somebody wins and somebody loses in a period of global shaking, God wants you to be on the winning side. I'm going to be with Cousin Billy there, February 16th through 18th, putting together the strategy for 2024. Mercedes? And like you said, use Lance24, all one word, and you get $40 off in person or the live stream. So make sure you take advantage of that. Oh, so you get the live stream too? Well, it's either or. So however you purchase, if you want to come and join Lance and Annabelle in person and Cousin Billy and Karen, people you see on the podcast all the time, you can get $40 off in person or $40 off on the live stream if you want to watch from home. That's right. That live stream, I would, I would make it one or the other. And if you have to do the live stream, do it because we're going to be talking. Cousin Billy and I spent like two hours the other day going over all kinds of scenarios from corporate planning, estate planning, tax finance, invest. He, the guy has like amazing span of competency and you're not going to want to miss that gathering. All right. We're going to go to lancewallow.com forward slash wealth. Use promo code Lance24 and let's get into the predictive elements of what's coming in this next year. I'm going to give you two big predictions and I'm writing them down so that I, I just got them right now. The first is, America's depravity is such that the abortion issue, and for all the triumphalism of uh, the Christian right that is so celebrating the uh, overturning of Roe v. Wade, it wasn't overturned. It was punted from the Supreme Court to the states, and the left is making hay out of that. Something's wrong with the right. 
And the problem with the right is it doesn't know how to frame moral arguments because it's not primarily a moral party. It's a party with, with a more pragmatism in terms of policy, but it's not coming with a righteous heart. It's not coming with the heart. Why do I know that? Because the left in states like Arizona, which are indispensable to a Trump victory, they've decided that they're going to go with a ballot initiative. They're going to go with pushing the woman's right to control her body narrative. Now, nobody's threatening a woman's right to control her body. All throughout Europe and the United States, where you have 15 weeks, let's say, for uh, a, an abortion, I guess that's the 15-week you know, line, there's a, an element of, of argument that is made that can push back. But when you have no pushback at all on our side, no one is talking about the life of the child, no one's talking about the sacredness of the human life. No one's making an intelligent pushback. The left is going to beat us unless we come up with a more powerful persuasion because they're going to go to their perfect demographic, which is the liberal female voter, and say, they're going to try to take away your control over your body. They're going to, like, you know, Handmaid's Tale, the Kavanaugh hearings thing. They're the Christian right extremists. And this is one of my predictions, this abortion thing plus the attack on Christianity and Christian nationalism is going to go to a fevered pitch. Rob Reiner, Carl Reiner's son, is coming up with a goofball movie attacking Christians as the danger of America. I'm featured in it. And you know what my guilt is? They're taking one quote where I say, America shall be saved. Now I say that, and you would think it would be irrefutably positive that America shall be saved. Do they not do this, the left look at that as though it's there's an there's a sample of how deranged these people are? America shall be saved. Evidently, the people living in Reinerland don't think America has any problems to be saved from. Millions of people coming over your border that are, that are actually living battalions of military-age men, unvetted, terrorists included. You don't need to be saved from them? Well, what happens when you have your first, uh, as we're familiar with, jihadist shootout at a public location in California or Florida? Well, that's what we want to be saved from. But the left looks at that statement of America being saved as though we were doing what? Forcing conversions in the dark ages? I'm talking about delivering America like a drowning man, saving them from drowning. They consider that to be a threat. Well, it shows you how perverse the, um, the linguistics are in terms of how people hear metaphors and language. Well, it's not like Biden hasn't done countless press junkets where it says battle for the soul of America behind him. So like, so the left can talk about saving the soul of America, but then if you're a person on the right, you can't talk, you can't about, talk saving about saving the soul saving, of America. That's a good point. You can't use the same language because you're not allowed to speak. My point is Christian nationalism is going to be on the menu and we're going to have the, I'm sorry to say, the brainless on our side, that is the people that are going to be speaking as authorities on evangelicalism, are going to be cautioning you about the language of extremism and the importance of distinguishing what you mean when you say, bah, 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 and all of them have one thing in common. They don't like Trump. 
I don't even want to talk to them. First thing I want to say is you're a never-Trumper. That's your first, that's your first problem. So you're not going to like any patriotism that comes from a Christian because you're a Christian that doesn't like Trump. So you're going to attack anybody that's pro-Trump as a, as, as a zealot within bounds. Well, I think, too, I'm going to jump in while you take a breath, that it's not just Christian nationalism. It's linking a concept of Christian nationalism, which is a term that they've defined, and linking that to January 6th insurrection and essentially bad MAGA. That, that, that's what they're trying to do in the yeah, cultural It was a Green narrative. Day, just changed their lyric there instead of, you know, they're so cute. Um, used to be that rock bands and punk bands were, were, were on the edge of social acceptance. These guys are the mouthpiece for political correctness with the new Maoist communist institutions. And what are you saying that they Green changed? Day changed their lyrics. Aren't you keeping track, young lady, of the social media phenomena? Not Green yeah, Day. Yeah, they did their New Year's. They did their New Year's party and uh, a New Year's thing for on, on NBC, and they changed the lyric to mock MAGA instead oh. of they changed one of their classic lyrics. Oh, interesting. And used it and substituted the word MAGA mm. in order to make it like you know we have nothing to do with you know MAGA. Yeah, well, and and they go after people like you. You and David Barton and Jim Garlow and I mean Paula White, all of these, all these people who happen to be Christian, who know the Lord and also love our country. And then they're branding. It's 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 amazing to see. I want to break down the psychology of it because it's they're inventing a term, Christian nationalism, and then they're linking it to January 6th and bad maggot. And that's going to be the theme all next year. So if you're a Christian and you love your nation, be prepared for terms like this to be thrown at you. Yeah, and I got this one on January 2nd here. Atheists call for record voter turnout against Christian extremism. That's right, a little too much civility, a little too much prayer, a little too much turning the other cheek makes a weak country if I ever saw one. Chris, what are they talking about? Christian put the banner, extremism. Put the, put the image up, Chris. You'll find the image, Chris. Come on. They're, we're atheists and we vote. Yes, you know, could I you imagine? Could you imagine though the inverse? Put Christians up there. We're Christians and we vote. And the outrage that Rolling Stone throwing stones would have over something like that—that that is hilarious. Well, yeah, because it's liberal privilege. Liberals back, get to do whatever to that they picture. want. Now, here's what I don't want to tell them. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like every now and then when somebody does bad marketing on the left, and I don't want to let them know. They're not really watching this. Let me give you a little secret. When you want to put up the image of people that you want to get behind you, pick your dynamic, young, attractive-looking, jet-setting, cool people as a symbol. Don't pick Mom Pa Kettle over there or somebody from Green Acres, uh, you know, and put them up on the on the because that's not attracting the uh, the yeah I'm one of them. I'm gonna like and subscribe to that. Just, uh, but it's it's kind of like a needlessly long domain name. Every now and then, I'll joke with Mercedes. Yeah, you can take it down now, guys. It doesn't be that long. The uh, the when somebody comes up with uh, like petitions, and I'm always grateful. Like the petitions, petitions against Christian nationalists in America. dot com, and I go, oh, thank God, it's called needlessly long domain name. dot com because most people aren't going to be tracking with a long domain. You pay <laughs> money for the short ones. So anyway, what I want to tell you is. There's a battle coming, and 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 in certain states, abortion is going to be not the border, not the economy, not all other stuff. It's going to be if we don't learn how to push back and articulate a better argument, we're going to lose 
because we thought we won. And, you know, Lindsey Graham, you may not like Lindsey Graham, but he said this one's going to hurt Republicans getting enough. He knew something as an old salty dog up there in Washington, that that issue on life, as long as it, it didn't galvanize the left. So it's a get out the vote tactic. I try to talk to Christians. I go, we need to deal with the trans activism that's attacking children, going after 11, 12, 13-year-olds in school, poisoning their mind, having them go suicidal, getting into chapters where they think they're in the wrong body, buying off on an agenda that will destroy them with uh, surgery and chemical castration. I can show you the damage that's happening. I said, you better get out there, get ballot initiatives out there so you can move the focus from Yeah, it's not just about the abortion issue. Let's be reasonable about this. It's about a whole agenda going after our children. I couldn't get Christians to do it. They said it takes so long. It takes two years. It's so expensive. Democrats have 20 ballot initiatives. They're squeezing the life out of the opportunity to get out the vote Mm. on the abortion issue. You know, I will say for all of the reasons I wouldn't vote for her, Nikki Haley does have the best response when it comes to the abortion issue. And it's not just because she's a woman, but she's very balanced in that. I think it was all of her, a lot of her kids are adopted. I think she said her husband's adopted. And so just, and that it's an intensely personal issue. And then she'll quickly move on from it. She's the only one I've seen do it where she doesn't trip over that issue. Well, I will say this about that. I believe that leads me into my next and final segment of this program today, and a very important one indeed it is. I was up late on New Year's. My wife, actually, was encouraging me. Are you going to seek the Lord, she said. Uh, Actually, hate to say it, but I wasn't. I was looking forward to just watching a movie or something in my man cave. Then I felt convicted. I said, well, perhaps I should seek the Lord. When I was younger... I would sit up at midnight and I'd begin to journal and pray. And the Lord, I would take impressions that came from me for the year to come. And those were very precious documents. And so I did. Hmm. Turned off the uh, TV. I decided not to watch anything. But in the stillness of the night, I journaled. I am going to share with you the intimate secrets that were shared with me from midnight. And the energy of the Spirit of God, dare I say, came upon me. And I couldn't sleep till like five o'clock. I, I just couldn't. I, it was no. like because it was quickening me as I read it. And it's and it was a warning about this year, for those of you that are sincere and earnest about seeing absolute hundred percent victory that are going to exit this year, leaving it all on the field like I am. You need to hear what I'm about to share with you, because uh, I'm going to trigger you with a story when we come back, and I'll, I'll set it up right now. We're going to talk about how we have attitudes towards our enemies that actually um, may be disqualifying us from being effective in reaching them. We'll be right back for the final segment of this broadcast. You know, the Bible says that you can renew your youth like the eagle. Joel says that I'll restore to you the years. We don't even think about these promises much, but listen, when you get to my age... And like, I'm 67 years old. You wouldn't know to look at me, but I plan on running strong. And you know what? About two months ago, I started getting a text, uh, a blitz of four friends of mine, my age group, who were all going in for emergency heart procedures. I said, hold it right there. Renewing our youth, longevity, strengthening our heart, finding out how to preemptively anticipate where physical infirmity would try to take us out. That's my priority this year. I want you to join me. Go to lancewilla.com forward slash summit. 
I'm going to go to the beautiful Trump Doral in Florida, and I'm bringing experts with me. Dr. Jordan Rubin, I said, are there longevity secrets? He said, let me talk to you about collagen and intermittent fasting. I talked to Dr. Chancy Crandall. He said there is an extensive panel of tests that can be done that will preemptively anticipate where the enemy might want to take you out. And I looked at this list of geniuses we've got. Dr. Neil Goodman talks about the insights of reversing the brain fog, fatigue of long effects of COVID. And Christy Nickel, who's a young lady who is transforming bodies with fitness and weight loss. I can't go into all of it. We even have a miracle service. When they're done teaching, we're going to see God supernaturally restoring years. Go to LanceWilla.com forward slash summit. I'm going there and I'm looking forward to seeing you because this year is going to be a strong year. Start the year off smart at the summit. Join Lance at the Health and Wellness Summit to discover secrets of longevity, strengthening your heart, and transforming your body. Go to lancewallnow.com forward slash summit to reserve your spot now. Welcome back to our final segment here on the Real America's Voice Lance Wallnow Show, otherwise known as Firewall, because they've never changed the title, even though I did change it. Firewall sounds good. We might bring Firewall back. I like Firewall. We're going to be doing our... Fire and Glory tours in all the swing states. You don't want to miss that, people. You want to matter of fact, do we have an address for people to even sign up for these? To yeah, be able go to, to fireandglorytour.com. Fireandglorytour.com. Every swing state, thousands of patriots are going to be gathering together, creating a veritable tsunami of Christian nationalist opportunities for rolling stones and throwing stones. Uh, so anyway, I get this article in front of me. I'm going to tie it into my evening experience on New Year's. Jeffrey Epstein's old flight logs showing trips by Presidents Clinton and Trump resurface ahead of upcoming dock dump. Of course, what's supposed to be happening is Jeffrey Epstein's um, bombshell court records supposed to dump a whole bunch of information as to who was flying with him and various trips that he did. Now, here's the point that 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 I want, I want to get to. They bring Trump into this, and you'll see this, this manipulation, this, this psycho, in-your-face manipulation of information. Trump has a picture of him with um, his wife and Epstein and um, Gislaine Maxwell at Mar-a-Lago in 2000. There's a picture. Now, what's interesting is Trump poses with pictures just like all of us pose with selfies with numbers of people and just pose, right? But Trump actually made a decision to keep, uh, to kick um, Epstein out of future visits to Mar-a-Lago. He didn't want him there because he had heard stories about him. Now, Clinton, on the other hand, had like some 50 trips he made, he, 17 occasions Epstein actually was his guest at the White House. So that's all there. Now, I'm reading the article, and I'm reading um, Clinton is expected to be identified as John Doe, who is mentioned more than 50 times in documents related to 2015. Now, I don't know if that John Doe is, is Clinton or 50 times, but let's just say flight logs publicly available since December 2, 2021 made the rounds on social media Monday. Many pointing out that the names of two U.S. presidents repeatedly appeared throughout the 118 pages. Lawyer Alan Dershowitz, former U.S. Gen uh, Senator George Mitchell of Maine, 
and disgraced Prince Andrew are other big names who are outed as passengers. Now catch this, I'm reading the article, and then my eye goes to this. The logs, however, do not indicate that Trump or Clinton ever visited Epstein Island in the Caribbean, the center of his international sex trafficking ring. Stop. I'll read that again. Because all that the people that hate Trump hear is, yeah, but Trump never been up there with Epstein. And then they... Pro, the people that hate Clinton, yeah, he was on Lolita Express like 50 times he was down there. Uh, now let me read the facts. And I welcome your commentary. Now I'm triggering people right now. The people that obviously are not going to be listening to me that hate Trump, they don't, it wouldn't last this long unless they're looking for me to trip up and say something that they could, you know, exploit. But uh, like Right Wing Watch would do. The, the reality is, the people that hate Clinton are going to be the ones who are going to be triggered right now because the logs do not indicate Trump or Clinton ever visited Epstein Island in the Caribbean. Now, that's an important little piece footnote, don't you think? Because I'm not going to go off on the assumption that Clinton is involved with Epstein Island if he never went there. I don't care. Sure, he's hanging out with them. Is there culpability when you're together like 50 times and 17 times he's your guest in the White House? Yeah, I guess you could say that. But here's the part that I want, I want to talk about. There is going to be so many opportunities, especially with AI this year, mm -hmm. to manipulate narratives that are designed at the most sublime and powerful psychological lever to trigger you based upon your own psychometrics. If you, if you hate, let's say, what the Marxist progressives are doing and you've got this thing about Biden and Hillary Clinton and Kamala Harris and, 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 and you just go off that way, understand something, that not, not even then with people that you could say are characteristically, consistently making evil choices. Not even then do you get to indulge in the luxury of just believing every evil thing you hear because that is exactly the state of mind that God corrects. And I'll, get, I'll, give you, I'll give you a verse I got. So Matthew 6, verse uh, chapter 6, verse 22, the Lord said this to me. He said, the lamp of the body is the eye, if therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? And, I, and I'm looking at that because I was reading about the evil eye. I started thinking about the evil eye. I, was thinking, I heard that term in my head, the evil eye. I thought, what is that? Is that even a biblical thing? And of course, when Jesus told a parable about a certain guy that owned this property, and he gave wages. People that worked all day got the same wages as the people that only worked one hour. And the master of the, uh, the marketplace guy that hired everybody said to those that had worked all day that were mad because the same was given to people that only worked one hour. He said, is your eye evil because I am generous? Mm. Then I started thinking about these proverbs mm. that say, when a person is first with his cause, he seems right until his neighbor searches him out. Meaning the first argument you hear in court, the first version of the couple that broke up, 
you're going to hear their story. You always know this if you've been around. Like a Dr. Phil, there's the other side of the story. Let's go hear their side. What was really going on? What were they seeing happen? Every argument has one side passionate about their perspective till the neighbor comes and says, well, this is the other side. There is a, an evil that media has fallen into, that politicians collapse into, and God help us, we ourselves are susceptible to it. And it's called uh, the, the suppressing the truth in unrighteousness. It means I am not a person with fair scales when I'm weighing something on a broadcast. I'm mounting all the evidence I can to cause the other person to look criminal, look depraved, look wrong. But you see, unequal measures and unequal scales is, not, is something which you're not allowed to have. If you're going to be a spiritual force for good, you can, Jesus rebuked his enemies, he filleted them. It's said that Lincoln uh, could, could, would, would take certain cases where older women and older people were taken advantage of by some shyster, and he filleted, filleted them in front of the jury. He had a way of, because he was, there's, you could be totally righteous and still deal a death blow to your enemy in terms of the arguments and polemics and force of reasoning that you bring to the story. But what you cannot do is suppress the truth. You can't know. Like, I read that, and I said, I was going to go a different direction with the Clinton story till I read he had never actually been to Epstein Island. Well, I have to clarify that when I'm saying, he's going to be 50 times on the Lady Express. Well, to Paris or Berlin, who knows what kind of party Epstein was throwing? I don't know. What I do know is that we all have a tendency to want to arrange the story to suit our beliefs mm. rather than to explore like a just judge what the evidence is on the story and then give an honest interpretation. And I think there's more power or you could say more anointing and more God in the, in the, in the uh, scales that you don't put your own hand on, that you don't create. Now, and, I, and all these stories and in a political year, all you're going to get is garbage, fake stories that are going to appear to be real, which is why we're going to have to really ferret this stuff out. And then a lot of stories which are coming from someone with a filter with an evil eye. Mm -hmm. The evil eye is if somebody is looking at you with a determination to find the crime, even though you're innocent. That's Jack Smith. What he's doing is trying to find the crime. That's what the, that's what the uh, DA up in New York is doing. Alan Braggs and the other woman, the attorney general, trying to find the crime that they could pin on Donald Trump. They're not looking at Donald Trump's activity with a pure eye. It's an evil eye. And what does the Bible say? That if the eye in you is evil, then your whole body is full of darkness. What does it mean? That the way that you perceive something is like glasses you put on. And if those glasses are designed to find fault, then they're going to amplify misinformation. Mm. You have to have clean lenses, my friend. Clean lenses. I think conspiracy too. I think there, I think I love what you're talking about, the evil eye, but I also see this other ditch on the side of the road in our camp, which is just 
is is conspiracy theory. I mean, you should see some of the stuff that comes across my Instagram feed yeah. and stuff. And that's another lens people can view through of like, oh, Trump's really in control, or and you're like, well, I don't know what world you're living in. Oh but yeah, that's no, the Q narrative. We got prophets that are like totally poisoned with this stuff because they're getting their sources. They have to constantly come up with something to feed the following. Mm. And they come up with this stuff that is feeding them. And it's a very sophisticated, uh, sounds like insight, but it really isn't. But the thing I want to say closing out this broadcast right now is the Bible says there's ISAV that you can have. Mm. Book of Revelation calls about ISAV. We need to have the ISAV of truth. And that may mean that I need to have, I, I, I dropped two chat threads this year, beginning the year off. I started off, I felt like the Spirit of God was telling me, get out of the conversation. And part of it is because the people in there, they're, they, they've got the right ideas, but they're operating with an evil eye. And I don't want to pick up on the eye virus. Hmm. I want to have clear vision for the coming year. And so do you. And we're going to be talking to you about more about this in our next broadcast. God bless you. You're going to enjoy 2024. It's a year when there's an open door for so much more. Did you enjoy this latest episode? Please remember to share it with your friends, because the more knowledge you have, the better equipped you are to navigate the world.